Formula One has just left Japan after Red Bull, as per, won their sixth sixth constructors championship since joining the sport in two thousand five. Max Verstappen won the race, as per. Pierre Gasly got angry at Esteban Ocon. George Russell got angry at Lewis Hamilton. Lando Norris almost got angry at Oscar Piastri even before they both got on the podium with a magnificent drive. But no one's talking about any of that because of Helmut Marko. Oh yes, it's another Red Bull scandal. In 2021, it was the Flexi-Wings controversy. Last year, it was the Coscap scandal. This year, it's all about Helmut Marko, who's not even driving the car. Basically, here's what happened. On Friday, an interview came out of Helmut Marko speaking to a Red Bull-owned TV company about Sergio, and he was talking about Sergio Perez's form this season. To give you some context, after the Azerbaijan Grand Prix in April, Sergio Perez was four points off Max Verstappen in the championship battle. He gets pole in Miami, but Verstappen wins the race on ninth of the grid, and it all went downhill from there. Perez was couldn't get out of Q1. He couldn't get out of Q2 at some point. He was crashing out. He crashed out of qualifying in Monaco. And when Helmut Marko was asked about this in the interview, he said, as he said, and I quote, we know he has had problems in qualifying. He has fluctuations in form. He is South American and he is just not as completely focused in head as Max Verstappen and is or as Sebastian Vettel. First of all, South Mexico is in is in North America. Second of all, since when was ethnicity such a big factor in how good how good you are as a driver? Even Erzin Senna, who was from South America, was able to win four championships. Manuel, Juan Manuel Fangio, Felipe Massa, even though he got robbed a little bit. But my point is, Sergio Perez was obviously not that happy about this. So Helmut Marco has issued apology for this through Red Bull service television channel last week. Sergio Perez was still not happy and he threatened to leave the team because he was... <laughs> the, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is something so, like, so Red Bull. This is something that would only happen to Red Bull. We all know, like... Hel- we all know Helmut Marco. It's Max Verstappen's t- team. So anyone who is remotely close to him is obviously going to get a look. Li- is going to get a little bit of stick. It's nothing against Checo. He has been ter- not been that good this season, but he has been apart from Carlos Sainz the only other driver to win a race apart from Max Verstappen. In fact, he is the one that's second in the championship and the closest to Max Verstappen. And also one of the main reasons Red Bull won the championship in Japan. Sergio Perez at that race was terrible. Scott only get not being able to get out Q two, qualifying thirteenth, and only finishing in eleventh. Verstappen, however, was also knocked out on Q two, managed to get back up to fourth by overtaking Charles Leclerc on the final lap. But what happened to the rest of the grid? Well, they were flying at the at the top of the field. Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, George Russell, and Lewis Hamilton. Thank God. Finally, we got a good race with some good action at the end, with some actual battles, people fighting for the lead of the race. So finally, yes, yes. This just, this is sort of a, oh, shoot. 
this is sort of a showing as to how good this season would have been if it wasn't for Red Bull. You, no, no one can tell me, you, you cannot tell me that you prefer watching a car cross the line 20 seconds before the car coming in second. You cannot tell me that's better. That, there is no way that is better. Yeah, it doesn't really make a difference because Verstappen is what? Like eight, like a thousand points ahead of Perez in the championship and it's going to be re- winning it by Qatar. But the other teams are actually starting to catch up. Like you've seen, like at certain cert- at certain circuits, Mercedes are, do- are pretty good. Aston Martin are good. We saw in Monaco, Alonso fighting Verstappen. Um, Leclerc and Le- Leclerc and Sainz, not me necessarily Leclerc. Carlos Sainz have been fighting Verstappen. Monza are in at Singapore. McLaren have been getting their act together. George Russell nearly won Singapore Grand Prix during the virtual safety car when I'm not sure who crashed. I think it was uh, Magnussen was on it. I, I'm, I'm not sure. George Russell boxed for new tyres along with Lewis Hamilton, and they nearly managed to get back up to Sainz to win the race. But as always, George Russell threw it away by bidding it at the bidding it at turn nine by hitting it the barriers. It was so slow as well. It was so sad to watch it happen because I I, I think George did deserve to win that race. Like no respect to Carlos, he was, I think he deserved to win. Like he's been waiting so like he's been struggling so much this season for a good result, and he's not been able to get one. But if he did get get one at the Singapore Grand Prix, I think his confidence will be boosted a little bit, especially because he was fighting with Lewis Hamilton today so much. When, um, I think it was in the middle of the race, Mercedes came on the, came on the team, team orders for Hamilton to back off so he could get Russell DRS in the fight against Sainz, which ended up backfiring, Sainz overtaking both of them, and Mercedes finishing that 7th and 8th. <sighs> It's, it nothing works from Mercedes. They made upgrades in Spain. They've had to fire people at the start of the season. They've got over, overtaken by two customer teams. I, I just nothing works them. And obviously, I think obviously, let's be honest. Toto Wolf will be on the radio. Like, radio will be like, we'll be back next season. Don't you worry. And then they come to Bahrain with an absolute tractor. Now, um, I'm going to get into the main point of this podcast. Which was you? Uh, which was the fact that you guys have been begging me to do q and I haven't done one in so long. I don't think I've done one since Bahrain um, this year. So I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a Q and A. Uh, answer your questions that you guys have sent in. Let's go. Hi Vicky, I'm a little bit of an older F1 fan. I'm a slightly newer to the sport. Um, I've been I've been watching sport for a couple of years now, and I've gone through the Netflix show. Could you explain to me the dynamics of F1 on social? Could you explain to me the dynamics of F1 on social media and how it works? I am so glad. I'm so glad you asked. I will happily do this. Let's do this. So there's on F1 social media, the main reason everything everything's like this is because of the 2021 Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Some people say it was amazing. Some people say it was an absolute hate crime. Those are the only two opinions. Because of this, there are now two, there are basically two groups on F1 social media. You've got three. You've got the neutrals, who are perfectly reasonable and fine. And then you've got the they've got you've got this um well, how do I say this? The religion the religion of I'm gonna call the religion of Verstappen fans because the actual name's not family friendly. Um 
you've got the um, the Max Verstappen region, which basically means they are people who think that Max Verstappen is Oracle, created everything in the created everything on Earth, and is the great and is the um, forgiver of good and evil. And then you've got the most important, no, not important, the most annoying people on the internet. Hashtag Team LH. They believe that uh, Abu Dhabi, they're on the side that uh, thinking that Abu Dhabi was a hate crime and it should be erased from human history. Actually, you know what? I have been affected by Team LH a couple times. So um, for those of you that don't know, I uploaded a uh, paid subscription video of a previous recording I did with Cricket Guy 124 And in that episode, I was talking about, I think it was... Uh, this was around May. This was after the Miami Grand Prix and on the lead up to Spain, I think. I think on, on the lead up to Spain. This is in the twenty twenty two season, and basically, a bunch of uh, basically, I was talking about how George Ross, how Lewis Hamilton, maybe should have um stopped, uh, should have stopped racing last year, and I gave my reasons to it. I said because George was beating him by a comfortable margin, and he was just struggling so much with the 2022 car, much more than he was in the 2021 car. And it was like they were Mercedes were hiding something from him and they just wanted to let George have a good run and see how good he was. And they came after me like piranhas. You know what? I'm going to read some of the comments they um, sent to me. Let me just lo- load them up one second. Yeah. So let me show you here. So I'm obviously not going to read the ones that are not family friendly. And I'm obviously not going to read their usernames. So here we, without further ado, here we go. You suck. Lewis Hamilton was is so much more of a better influence than you. I'll never be listening to one of your podcasts again. You can go and you can go and put that microwave in the bin. Sorry, sorry, mate, but I lost every single what every single bit of respect for you after that stunt you pulled. Stunt unstunt un, like circuit in the circus and stuff. Anyway, after I, I lost every bit of respect to you after that stunt you pulled. Lewis is so Lewis. Lewis is a much better driver than you think he is. George is just trying to just trying to ruin Lewis Hamilton's reputation and stop him from winning his eighth world championship. Because guess what? Lewis knows your game. He knows exactly how to combat adversity and show his and show how good he is. Calm down. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> oh, this is the best one. This is the best one. <laughs> I, I okay. Okay. Why are you being so ne- why are you being so negative? Forgot you could do better than You will never amount to the tenth of a person Lewis is, and you will always be remembered as a little as a little podcaster who's spreading hate and he will remember to go out for fun. Why? <laughs> okay, okay. Let's take let's take this back for a second. I am being I am for some wait, I'm I'm not saying I can do better. Calm. Calm down. It's gonna be fine. Oh, there's more. There's more. I've, I've just read that. I, I've scrolled down. There's so many more. Hey. Um. <laughs> oh, the quote. Teamwork makes the dream work. Be careful on how you treat people on your way up, because you might meet them on your way down. Hashtag hashtag still we rise. Hashtag let's go team. Hashtag team LH. Let's go team. Okay, so let me get this straight. You're part of a team. You're part of Mercedes because you have a little. Uh, Mercedes cap with the little the Mercedes logo on it, purple LH cap. Maybe you've got uh, a couple uh armbands or something like that. 
you're part of a team. There's more let's go team. Let's go team. We're not gonna listen to any of these haters. Like we're not listening to any haters like you. We're gonna we're gonna focus on oh sorry. We're gonna focus on the people that people that want Lewis to succeed and want Mercedes to go forward and get back to the front of the group where they belong. I'm not saying Mercedes are fading as a team. I'm just saying what is it? I'm just saying that Lewis needs to get his act together because he doesn't want to get beaten by George Russell, especially after he's lost the World Championship and was going on saying that he's going to be here at his best this year. This was after he got knocked out in Q1 as well. He got knocked out, I, I forgot about this. He got knocked out in Q1 in Saudi Arabia by Lance Stroll. Sp- oh, speaking of Lance Stroll, are we all okay after the crash? Oh, are we all okay? Lance Stroll, had a, he had a pretty big accident. It was insane how much debris was on the track. There was like smoke coming from the axle of the car. Back to the tweets. You're even more of a pain. You're even more of a pain to the to the Mercedes team than George Russell is. Valtteri is such a as it's a much better teammate, and I think you would be saying the same about him if he was performing like George's right now. Why? Calm down. I, I I don't know why they get so, like, flared up. And guess what? To add to this misery, they launched a protest to get that um, uh, episode down, which is why I spent, like, a couple months, like, trying to get it back up and, find, like, putting evidence and everything. And guess what? The episode is still there. What is this? This is Team LH, the destroyer of podcasts and comment sections. They're not even going to knock me down. You see, they don't even knock me down. Wash. Okay, that's basically what Max Verstappen's fan says whenever uh, Lewis Hamilton is a bad race. That's basically how F1 social media works, if you kind of if you kind of get it. But I... Oh, no, there's more. Wait, there's more. There's more. No, no, no. Uh, this is not at the end of the story. At the Brazilian Grand Prix last year... They launched another protest. I think I told you guys about this already. Team LH did another um, protest against me after I was talking about the Hamilton Verstappen crash. I'm not even going to read the tweets because I just, I don't have the the mental capacity to go through all of them because they're just it's just so stupid. It's garbage. So I, I'm not even going to go through it. I'm going to go right back to answering the questions. Would you Would you rather have, face one over of Mitchell Stark? in 2015 or face one over of Sean Tate in his prime? Uh, I don't know. I, I depends what kind of delivery it is because you're basically asking me, would I rather have a broken toe or broke, or I might get a concussion. So I would face Sean Tate, but I would stand to the side, leave every ball, and just cover myself in, like, bulletproof vests and stuff. Because you've seen how strong they are. Bulletproof, like, if you cover yourself in bulletproof vests and actually break... If cricketers com- cover themselves up with bulletproof vests, no one would get hurt at all. Pe- like, imagine if... Nah, I'm not going to make the joke. It's it's too, it's too long. It's too much. This is not a question. I just wanted to find, find out what your opinion was on Ange Postacoglu. I, I love him as a manager, and I think he's a really good person. My wife can't stand him, I think, and he thinks he's just another bratty lousy. I think you're more right than him. Ange is an absolute legend, but he's also a little bit 
like, what's the word? Stereotypical. He's a very stereo. I, I would say stereotypical Australian. When you think of Australian, you think of a person like Postecoglou. I love the way he manages. He's a really good guy. I see, like, I'm not. I've not seen him in real life, but I've seen the way he like speaks in interviews. He's a really good guy. He has a really good um direction. He said he was actually going to get into. He was inspired by McCollum, his coaching style, and the way he's taken like play players like. Um, Udoji, Van der Ven, Vicario, James Madison, Hyunmin Son, Charleston. He's sort of break, building a culture at Spurs that can last for generations. And he's got that sort of baseball, translate baseball like football mentality, which is really cool. Um, but overall, I think he's a great guy. Uh, he's had a, a good career so far and hopefully he can do well at Tottenham. I really hope, I wish him the best. Because he's not like a Mourinho or Conte. He's a little bit more innovative and he's a little bit more risky. He's like what Ten Hag uh, did at Man United last year. So I think he'll hopefully do that this season and get Spurs back into the Champions League. But I don't think that uh, Daniel Levy will give him a lot of backing because he wasn't their number one choice. I think it was Nagelsmann or something. But yeah, I love Ange. I uh, wish him the best because he's a really, really good guy. Who's uh, one of your favourites for the Cricket World Cup this year? I really think I really want India to win because I really think that their fans are amazing. And I really want to see a lot of parties in the streets of Mumbai. I'm going to actually do this in a, in a World Cup prediction video. That's going to be coming out um, uh, before the World Cup. So stay tuned for that. But how do I not give it away? Give away my predictions, but also sort of say the same. Um, I would probably have to say that I would. I don't think that England are gonna win it, but I do think it's. I I, I do think it'll be really close. I do think we'll have a couple upsets, and I don't think the there is, but there's probably like a seventy percent chance that the home team wins it. I, I think, or. I mean, there's about three or four teams that could win it, but the three or the, the um three or four teams are not as likely as the um host nation. That's what I'll say for now. Um, what's the next, what's the next question? Who's your favorite Sky Sports F one pundit? Uh, I've watched. I've been watching them on ESPN when I start getting into F one. I love the I love the crew a lot, and I think they're very insightful. Um. Oh no no oh no! This is the easy one. Martin Brundle. Come on, Martin Brundle is probably the only pillar of strength holding Sky Sports F1 in the minute. Because they've signed, like, a, like I think a, a deal to, like, 2030. They've got, like, 50 people on the payroll. They've got, like, they've got someone Indian, Karun Chandok, who I had no idea who he was. I'm going to look him up now. Karun Chandok. Karun Chandok, uh, an Indian racing driver and television presenter who last competed in Formula E for Mahindra Racing. He competed for Hispania Racing in Formula in 2010. Before this, he drove in the TBT series during two races. He's for, he was born in Chennai. That's actually kind of cool. His parents... Oh, my God. His dad... Oh, no, wait. His dad's name was Vicky Chandok. I... I, I I don't you honestly I don't even know what to make of that. I really don't know what to make of that. Part of me is kind of proud, but part of me is just, nah. I I don't want to have anything to do with Chandler to be honest. 
Um, Ted Kravitz is also kind of kind of a legend, even though he gets attacked by the Verstappen religion anytime he says Lewis Hamilton was robbed in 2021 in Abu Dhabi. Um, but yeah, I think Martin Brundle. I think he's a really good guy, and he's also kind of funny because you can relate to him. Like remember the um, um, the award show I did. Uh, what was it the award show? Uh, I did in at the end of 2022. We're talking about the Miami the Miami Grand Prix and how it was so cringe. In fact, you know what? They made it even more cringe this year. Do you do you see what they did with the um the driver intros? Look at this. Um, Miami F1. Let me show you this. Um, not that was not even the worst part. They made a song for the for the race on its own. There was there was so many um uh so we said I'll come on I'll come on to that in a second. But that they laid one song, one song for that one race. And I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna there was this guy called LL Cool J and Willie I Am, who's basically only um relevant from the voice. You know what? I'm gonna I don't I, I really don't want an ad right now. Um basic basically they got um, Lil Wayne and Will I Am to make a song for the race, and then they conducted it at the actual, um, at the actual um, in the driver intros. I mean, this. Okay, I can't listen to that. I'm sorry. That that little song with not even Lil Wayne, but with Will I Am, um, they were conducting that during the driver intros. I I can't listen to that. Like, please. You know what? I think I could do a better job. You know, yes, we're gonna do this. We're gonna rap. We're gonna rap. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and freestyle. Okay. First of all, if I'm gonna rap, I need a little. I need a rap name. And apparently, if you need, if you're gonna be a rapper, you need to be called Lil. I'm not joking. When you look up Lil on Google, guess what comes up? You got Lil Marbu, uh, Lil TJ, Lil Uziva, Lil Wayne, Lil Dirk, Lil Vicky. My name is gonna be Lil Lil. I'm gonna I'm gonna Lil K, Lil Lil V, Lil V. I'm gonna I'm calling myself Lil V. Then I need a backing track. Backing track. Okay. Uh, uh, what's this one? Oh, okay. I found, I found one. Uh, shout out to Anabolic Beats. Cheers, man. Uh, right. Uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one about the Miami Grand Prix just so it's relevant. Right. Let's do this. Yep. We're ready. We're ready. Let's go to this. Let's do this. Little Vicky. I've no idea what that was. Okay, let's do this. Three, two, one, go. This is the formula. LL Cool J and William conducting the orchestra, waving that sticker around in the clock because he's going to run like a ring in the stock. Who's this lone sergeant first out of the gate? Big shoes to fill because the teeth is gone. 
De Vries is a disease. Shakes his breakfast, striving like his own wine and cheese, cheddar, mozzarella, camembert. Fourth on the grid in a has, that's absurd. Science and third, that's great, but where's the curl? Oh, yeah, that's right. He crashed into a wall and made it splurt. Oh! Okay, it was kind of um, it was kind of glitchy, but I, I I tried my best. I tried my best. Overall, I think anyone could do better at the um than what I am in terms of rapping. What was the question? I forgot what the question was. Uh, who was the yeah Martin Randall? Oh, speaking of what I am, what do you think about the commercialization of F one in the US? I know um you've spoken about living in the US and wanting to grow the sport there. And what do you think of the job they're doing so far? Um, I think it's I think it's good. I, I think they're doing a decent job in terms of bringing the sport to new fans. Like they they've simplified the rules of the like the rules of the sport just to make it more applicable to other fans. Um, I think I think it's actually pretty good. I I, I like what they're doing with it. Um, it's just that I I I, sh- I just wish it wasn't as cringe. Cause if it wasn't as cringe, I I wish it was. If it wasn't like a cringe sort of way of portraying it, then the actual like people who are already into the sport would get behind it. Like for example, like that the that song that Will I Am made, like that that's not something they'll get behind. In fact, I'll show you if you want evidence of why they won't get behind it. Let me show you exactly why. For those of you that don't know, um, or didn't or didn't see it, the Miami. Goodwalks. The my when they when they were interviewing all the celebrities, uh, on the on the grid, um, is I, I can't get my head around like why, I, I don't get why people just sort of, I, I don't know what like what are they doing now like, um who was that, David Beckham, Venus Williams, no, maybe not Roger Federer, uh. LeBron, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Michelle Obama, um, Paolo Bancaro, uh, who Martin Brown actually expect, um, uh, for who confused my from Holmes. And I mentioned this in the awards actually. DJ, the worst one out of all of them, DJ Khaled by far. In fact, let me show you, let me show you this. Let me show you how bad it was. Help me, please. No. God did. Come on, man. But if you don't know anything about what F1, just say that. Please. Just say it. Like, it was like, it's like, DJ Khaled talking about F1 is like Tom Curran talking about how to bowl a cricket ball. Okay, you know, I'll do one final question, um, and then we can, you, uh, you guys will probably have enough of my, like, rants and stuff. It's the it's the worst. Like, if you if you who would you back to win in a fight, Hamilton or Verstappen? Oh, that's a good one. You see, Hamilton is insanely ripped. He's got muscle, 
but he's he's vegan. Not in a bad way, not in a bad way. It's just that all you have to do to beat him is just throw like some bacon, chicken thighs, and a bit of sea bass. But Verstappen is doughy. He's not as ripped, but he is a psycho. Have you seen like have you seen him in the interviews? He's an absolute psycho. Do do you have any idea? Like how talented you need to be to be as good as Max Verstappen. In his first race in F1, he won. We we've seen the stories, like in the hostile environment there's Red Bull. I said this when um I was talking about Helmut Marker. Red Bull's environment, Red Bull's work environment is so hostile. Like you make one mistake, you get punished in some way. We've seen the stories, Jos Verstappen leaves. Max at the at the go kart track when he's not um when he finishes second like you don't you're not that good you don't become that good through encouragement so yeah so I would pick I would fight I I think I would pick Max but I would um only if he's covered in like chicken and a bit of steak and uh bacon then I'd pick Max because uh, that's basically what you need to be Lewis hey. Um, I think that's enough for the Q and A. I'm sorry if I ranted a little bit and I didn't get to some of the questions. I'll hopefully get to them in a late in a, in a later episode. I'll do a part two for this Q and A. Um, because I think that's quite a few questions I didn't I wasn't able to get to. So um, yeah, thank you guys so much uh for listening thank, listening today, and I'll see you guys later. Bye bye.